0: Hello, my name is Cheryl G and I'd like to welcome you to the Emmaus of Us podcast. Last week we began a new series called The Greatest Love. We discuss how everyone has fallen short as a result of sin in their lives. However, the blood of Jesus has redeemed us from sin and is the greatest demonstration of his love towards us. This week, we'll discuss how God has promised to never leave or forsake us. So let's get started and begin part two of this series entitled, The Greatest Love. The title of this episode is called, Love Heals the Forsaken. We'll be reading today from Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 through 6. But first, let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your unfailing love. We need more and more of you every day. We seek after you, Lord, and long to understand your will and purpose for our lives. We know that true peace only comes from spending time in your presence. Lord, right now, we give you those things that are weighing heavily on our heart. Lord, we give them to you because you are able to bear them better than we are. Comfort our hearts with the revelation that you will never leave us or forsake us. Help me, Holy Spirit, to teach on this subject so that hurting people can receive healing and deliverance from the spirits of abandonment and rejection. Replace their fears with your all-consuming love and affection. I humble myself right now. Lord, only have me speak what is given to me to say by the Holy Spirit. Not my words, just yours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, let's read Hebrews chapter 13 verses 5 through 6. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have for he has said I will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Usually when this passage is read the reader stops with the first part of Verse five and reason that the way to be content is to not covet things and to live or talk in a manner where your main goal is to acquire money and goods. And that is part of it. And that is wise. However, if we really want to get to the root of what causes people to be covetous, uh, we would have to examine the rest of the verse, which states, for he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So, the key to having real contentment then is to have a revelation about God's promise that He will never leave us or forsake us. I believe that the that it, the two go hand in hand um, it's because to be covetous is to rely on or put your trust and security and dependency on things that you acquire. God, however, wants us to build our security about the future. Um, instead on his promise that he will never leave us or forsake us. When we do that, then we're saying to God that everything I have comes from you, Lord, and that you're faithful to supply all of my needs. True contentment comes when we believe that God is our provider and will be able to give us the wisdom and the understanding we need to survive. Our content. Contentment, then, does not sway based on what we do or do not have. Instead, it stands firm on the fact that God will not abandon us or forsake us. Abandonment and rejection are two of the most difficult issues that many people face, um, and it often stands in the way of them truly being happy. The good news is, is that Jesus experienced both during his earthly ministry on the cross. In Matthew, uh, chapter 27, verse 46, we know that Jesus experienced abandonment and rejection um, because the scripture tells us that he did. And one of the things that last things he uttered was this is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Um, It was the last full verbal utterance that Jesus said before dying on the cross. In that moment, if you read on, however, in the past that you will see that once Jesus died on the cross, that the veil of the temple was rent in twain, meaning that Jesus had made a way for us to enter back into God's holy presence. God allowed this abandonment and rejection to occur because Jesus was a substitutionary sacrifice for you and me. He had to experience all that we would go through so that he could completely save us and empathize with our condition. We should thank God daily that we have a savior. Or as Hebrews 4 verses 15 through 16 states, a high priest that can be touched with the feelings of our infirmities because he was tempted in all points like as we are, yet without sin. Jesus is alive, seated at the right hand of God right now. And we can come boldly unto the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. The last thing that I want to draw your attention to is verse 6 of the scripture today in Hebrews 13, which states, So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Those who can resist the temptation to linger on past hurts of abandonment and rejection and move towards assurance in the fact that God promised that he would never leave us or forsake us will know the privilege of declaring that the Lord is their helper and will not fear what man shall do unto them. Even when others abandon and forsake them, because they are, they'll stand and remain because they are confident that the Lord will remain with them. Paul wrote to Timothy about this type of confidence in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16-18. through At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known that all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work, and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Through his confidence in God's faithfulness, Paul was able to even forgive and plead mercy for all of the men that forsook him, would not say a word of defense for him at his first trial. There is then hope for all of us, too, who have been rejected and abandoned to find true peace and contentment in God's faithfulness towards us. Today, I'd like to pray for those who may have experienced abandonment and rejection. Um, really, that's a part of everybody's experience. We all need to have some deliverance from the memories and the guilt that can be generated When both occur in our lives. So let's pray. And receive the healing that Jesus died for us to receive. So that we can move on. And experience the peace that he left to us. Heavenly Father. I come today. To receive my deliverance from abandonment and rejection. Through Jesus Christ. We are accepted in the beloved. You have promised me and you've promised us that when father and mother have forsaken us, you, Lord, will take us up. You are not a man that you could lie. And you have said through your holy word that you will never leave us nor forsake us. In faith, we believe you at your word. and command both the spirits of abandonment and rejection to leave our presence And all of his symptoms, like pain and depression, to leave as well. Replace it, Lord, with your love. Come in and fill those places in our hearts so that we can sleep and be at peace. We enter into your great rest. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, I would like to thank you for joining me. uh, Once again, with... um, the Mays of Podcast. Um, from now on, I know that I've been uh, giving the uh, episodes, new episodes on Sunday. But from now on, they'll be uploaded on Tuesday. So please continue to tune in on Tuesday to get new episodes. Um, next week, we're going to discuss how praying in the spirit helps us to keep and keeps us in the love of God. Have a blessed week.